Welcome to the Smallholder Food Business Development Institute podcast, episode number 78. And today we are talking about supply chains. Welcome to the Smallholder Food Development Institute podcast, where we serve up truth so that you can build the profitable, sustainable food business you've always dreamed of. Now here's your host, Dr. Michelle Fannin-Steele. All right, so hello and welcome to the podcast, all of you awesome people. It has been like I think two weeks since I sat down and recorded a podcast live and did office hours, uh, and that's because we had a uh, interview last week. I'm starting to do interviews now, um, not because I've run out of things to talk about. If you've been joining us for our noontime lives, you'll notice I really haven't run out of things to talk about. <laughs> um, but I'm doing interviews because it seems like there's an awful lot of information to cover out there, and there were a lot of people who um, really wanted to talk to you guys, who I wanted to talk to you guys. I recorded a couple interviews yesterday um, that I cannot wait to bring you because they are going to be completely amazing. So I'm super excited about that. So as per usual, I am recording this over on the Proofing Box. And if you are not a member of the Proofing Box, why not? Go to Facebook, facebook.com slash uh, the proofing box, I think, or just do a search. I don't know. I have, like, honestly, I've, like, really cut back on my um, social media consumption. I pretty much only go to uh, the proofing box on Facebook and be with my people. And I'm on my Dirgo food safety page where I am doing live life coaching every day. So I'm there at 1230 on Mondays and then noon, Tuesday through Sunday. So that is actually seven days a week on the Dirgo food safety page. I do, um, I guess, simulcast them to the proofing box so that um, they are archived there. They're also over on the YouTube channel. I would be so appreciative if you like what we're doing. If you went over to the YouTube channel, you can actually find all of these videos on the YouTube channel as well um, and gave us a subscribe over on the YouTube channel. And then I, once I get 100 subscribers, I can actually like name my channel, which um, the marketing people tells, tell me is really terribly important. So we're super excited about that. <laughs> and so, yeah, so this is, we are, I'm recording this, um, you know, we've been, we got our main, got their lockdown order uh, today and um, we've been under lockdown. It hasn't really changed a whole lot for us. I mean, I live in the woods in Maine um, and we only were going out for groceries and, you know, pharmaceutical prescriptions and things like that. We are all healthy. Um, I very much hope this podcast uh, and Office Hours finds you all healthy as well. So uh, the next announcement um, is, of course, we've got lots of, we've got lots of good things going on um, besides the, the daily lives around life coaching. And I'm not going to lie, I'm teaching everybody the tools of life coaching because that is what is going to get us through this. Um, however, business is not stopping. Business is actually going super well. If you have ever considered getting a locker for your food 
production, now is absolutely the time to be looking at that. Um, I am booking so many calls for the locker. Uh, people are very, very interested. And the short version is, is that I can have a food production facility up and running on your property in like 12 weeks. Okay, so we can spend all of this time where we are confined uh, doing production planning, all right? And then um, you can be actually in production or scaling production um, in 12 weeks, which is the end of this quarter and right in time for the summer selling season. My prediction, you know, like a lot, this, I think this is gonna be going on for the next quarter, okay? So if you haven't done your quarterly planning, I'm gonna be talking about that during office hours and what 90 day planning looks like. Okay, and how I do 90 day planning. Okay. Um, and I'm going to, um, we're gonna, so we're going to talk about that. But I think it would be wise, my friends, to do your 90 day plan as if it's going to look a lot like it does right now. All right. And I'm, what I'm talking with everybody about is, is preparing for, um, so we're going to go through Q2 and for preparing for Q3, because I think in Q3, there is going to be an epic amount of pent up demand. Okay. And everybody's going to leave the house and everybody is going to be out and about and, um, spending, spending their money because that's kind of who we are as people. That's kind of what we do. Okay. So I want you, I am definitely planning for things going on in the fall. We have, um, we are going to have a live event, um, with one of our members down in the fall that we're going to open up to everybody. Um, it's going to be amazing. And we are working, so we are planning on uh, using Q2 to create that event, and then we will be pushing it in Q3 because everybody plans everything like 12, like 10, 12 weeks in advance anyway, so we don't have to do a six month time frame. So we've got, we've got that. Then I want to give a shout out to all the veterans. Uh, okay. Because I want to let you know, get in touch with me, book a blueprint call. Okay. And there's a, you know, there's a, a link on the page book a blueprint call because you can come into the power group i kid you not for a price of pay what you think it is worth um, okay this is amazing this is a ten thousand dollar product i sell this for ten thousand dollars fairly regularly it's a year-long subscription and it will blow your mind and if you need another veteran to talk to about just how much their life has changed by coming into the power group you let me know and i will send people to to go to so that is i think our housekeeping announcements at the top of the hour i will of course be doing office hours covering questions about coronavirus that are coming in a couple of usda questions some seafood hassip updates because i know that was what everybody was waiting for is seafood hassip updates um foreign supplier verification updates and other stuff like that so if you are listening to the podcast um those office hours do not get included as part of the podcast and and um, you will need to come onto the proofing box. Join us. It's um, we um, we are strong. We are mighty, um, and we there's a lot of good information there. Uh, so you can hear the office hours. So all right, and then finally in 
two weeks, um, two weeks from yesterday, I am going to be doing an actual like hour long webinar going over supply chains. So today we're talking about supply chains and I'm going to be giving you a broad overview. Okay. And why rising tides lift all boats and how we can deal with this in the current, um, paradigm of what we are living in. And then on Wednesday, two weeks from yesterday, I will be doing a webinar. Okay. So be sure to sign up for that. I will have a sign up link in the proofing box. And if you are on my mailing list, we are, I think the first set of letters, like the first set of, Hey, sign up for our serve up truth supply chains made easy webinar uh sequence went out it was supposed to i don't know i just write the emails <laughs> so somebody else puts them in the uh the in the cartridge system uh and that is going to be super good if you are looking for um what's it called uh, uh, ce credit for that i have like blurbs that you can turn into people for ce credit so let me know if you are interested in that um, okay so i think that is what we have for announcements you know it's always all about the announcements so let's talk about what we are going to do today and what i want to teach you okay so now i want to be super upfront with you all of my i feel like i say this all the time like all of the things i do out there all of the value i give out there all of the lives all of the webinars all of the emails it's all about helping people make decisions because I have to tell you that decision making is how everything gets done. Okay. I have a wonderful, profitable business because I make decisions. Okay. I allow myself to fail forward. I allow myself to figure it out. Okay. And as your coach and consultant, like even if it's just for this half an hour or so that you are listening to me, my job really is to help you make a decision okay and this decision is not about i promise whether or not you buy from me okay i would love it if you bought from me it would make a huge difference in my life okay because i love bringing people in and giving them all of the wonderful information that i have in the proofing box and all of the amazing coursework that we have in the proofing box okay but i will tell you there are tons of people out there who listen who have grown and scaled their business pretty magnificently just flat based on the free information right i mean how fun is that i love that so much you have no idea i've loved that so much okay so if this podcast would be helpful to somebody okay and you know that right now you can't afford to spend anything on coaching well then i have so much free stuff out there i want you to uh refer me to your your friend i mean you know there are a lot of people in the restaurant world that now are staying home and who have to figure out what they're doing for the rest of their lives potentially um, and if food and food manufacturing and food production and being part of the supply chain that we're about to talk about is where they want to go there's no better place to be than listening to this podcast and being on the proofing box and taking advantage of all of the stuff uh, that I put out there in the universe okay even during the coronavirus crisis um, food is a quarter of the world's economy Okay, and that is not going to change 
Like it really isn't, okay? Because terrible as it may sound, the, statistically the number of people who are gonna sicken and die from coronavirus actually doesn't make any statistical difference, okay? Uh, and in, in addition, the number of people who are actually dying is going down. Now the number of people being born hasn't gone down. We'll probably get a baby boom. <laughs> we will have our coronavirus babies and then we will be calling them quarantines and embarrassing the snot out of them. It's going to be amazing. Um, and so the, the goal and the supply chain for food, we are in an inflection point right now, okay, where if we apply those six assets that I talk about in food, we have an unprecedented opportunity in local and sustainable agriculture to really make the difference that we want to make okay and so those assets that i talk about you know i talk about assets and people are like ah assets well it, dudes your life runs on assets and your business runs on assets and you can't be afraid of math Okay, so that's like the first thing when I talk about supply chains. One of the things I want you to, I want you to uh, like get really comfortable with, and it's a thing in your own brain, okay, is getting comfortable with supply chain math, all right? Because your uh, raw materials have to land on your uh shipping dock at the right time in the right quantity at the right price that is all math it is all an algebra equation okay and if you're all like sweating how that math works i have somebody who can help you okay she's like my bookkeeper she's amazing just dm me if you want her name okay but you have to understand the math of your cost inputs. And that means you can't be afraid of that math. You can't be afraid of spreadsheets and numbers, okay? And if that is where you are, just come talk to me, okay? Come to office hours and let's work it out, okay? Because that is what I'm here for. I just I'm going to brag here. I just did a project for a long-term client whom I love very, very dearly. And I wrestled their data tables to the ground and I was super, super proud of myself. I've, my, I've had my nose all up in Excel for like 24 hours and I won and I beat it and I'm super excited. <laughs> and that product is coming off of hold and we're going to sell it and it's going to be profitable and... I'm terribly happy about it, okay? Because there is some people, some people, my friends have to get super excited about solving problems in Excel, and it might as well be me, right? And so if that is not you, that is what I am here for. Like literally, that is what I invented the power group for. You come to office hours with those problems and I solve them with you. And it really teaches you not to be afraid of math and Excel and that sort of thing, okay? So there is supply chain math. All right, what supply chain math does for us is that it allows us to tell ourselves the truth, okay? Because right now, more than ever, it is of surpassing importance 
that we understand in our businesses how the money is flowing. Are we getting grants from the government to cover payroll? Probably most of you are, okay? If you are um, a small business, there's like all of that information out there. There's like, go to your SBA, they will help you with that. Or Google your county name, SBDC. All right, small business development corporations and like the your local SBA office is your SBDC, right? Um, but SBA, SBDC, all of those people, they speak in math, they speak in numbers, okay? And your numbers, they are neutral. And when we understand that your numbers are neutral, then you can understand where, like where your emotion is coming from. And I will tell you, I know what it means to have emotion tied to numbers. I didn't understand math was neutral until I went to Mount Holyoke College for six weeks in the summer of, what was that, 1990? And I spent six weeks relearning how to do basic math, okay, as a 16 year old. Okay, that was not, you know, like it's because I had a very bad relationship with numbers and I know a lot of you have a bad relationship with numbers, but we got to speak numbers for a rising tide to, to lift all boats. We got to speak in a common language of math. Okay, and the first thing to do is to understand how numbers and manipulating numbers makes you feel, right? How does it make your employees feel? What does it mean for your stakeholders? Are they engaged in the numbers conversation? Okay. I know that sounds like a super strange way to approach a supply chain, but it actually really is the only way. Uh, okay. Because this idea, you know, there are so many there, and this happens all the time with my producers. So you have a producer, okay. And they are making amazing charcuterie and they're selling to a restaurant and the restaurant puts them on net 90 terms. Okay. And the charcuterie producer desperately wants that sale, right? They desperately want to say they are supplying XYZ restaurant. And I get it. I totally, totally get it. However, net 90 terms is really expensive. Okay. And I know it preserves the cash flow of the restaurants but it really hurts the cash flow of the processors, okay? This happens in fish, this happens in meat and poultry. It happens a little less in cheese just because cheese, you know, a lot of them we have to, we're in raw milk cheese, we, we well, all raw milk cheeses, if you're selling them age over, um, age over 60 days. And so this really screws up supply chains a lot. Uh, Okay, because if the money is not flowing, the money is not flowing. And that is really, that makes things really complicated. And, and when that sort of incoming and outgoing money, like I've been talking about on the lives, when that sort of incoming and outgoing money is not um, smoothed out and discussed, makes it really, really, really hard. Okay. And so the radical new way that I am proposing that we secure down our supply chains is that we understand that your supply chain is dependent upon math, okay? And that your supply chain is dependent upon the trust and credibility that you can create 
in your own head with yourself and what you need and what your boundaries are around invoicing, okay? I'm not gonna lie, I've had a lot of people say, hey, Dr. P, I know how valuable you are. I really need to stretch out our invoices because of cash, all right? And guess what? I, For most of them, I'm really happy to do it, okay? Because everybody understands cash crunches, everybody understands lengthening invoices. We all get it, we all do, okay? That all said, it's dramatically more difficult if you don't have a conversation about it, all right? As I am fond of saying, the only problem with cooperatives is that people actually have to cooperate. And in order for people to cooperate, they actually have to speak the same language. And again, my recommendation is, is that language is a language of math. So what does that actually mean? Okay, that means what the very first thing that you need to do in order to secure your supply chain is to have a specification. Okay, now I know all y'all like piss and moan about specifications and I do, I'm not gonna lie, I really don't get it. I really don't get it. I know it's a pain in the neck to, to write, I guess, but not having a specification makes it so much more difficult to have a conversation okay because nobody I mean or if you're making an eight ounce product versus a six ounce product um you need I mean like that's something you need to know right and you know that and you decide upon it by writing a specification. And so all of your supply chain math starts with your specification. If you need organic um spices to come in that is a specification like whether you've written it down or not that is a specification you will have a different conversation about your supply chain based on the specification of organic spices it's literally that simple they they are a different price they are sold in different quantities they have a different and risk analysis all right it all stems from what do you make okay and then how do you make it those are all at the end of the day math questions okay and so when we look at ways to secure our supply chain our lines of communication start with our specifications. They start with the math of our, um, of, our, of our packaging, of the labels, of how all of that stuff looks. That's where we start, okay? And then once you have all of that information about what you actually want, like your raw product specification as you move up your supply chain is, hey, this is what I want to land on my shipping, on, on my receiving dock, right? And you can go to your suppliers and you can have the basis for a conversation based on that specification. When you have that basis for a conversation, then you can have a basis for a conversation about price, okay? And when we can talk money and we can agree that it is preferable to have a local and sustainable food production system where everybody makes money, where 
everybody is creating wealth, where you have the opportunity to create the wealth, to live the way that you want to live, we all do better. That literally is rising tides, lifting all boats, is when you are creating the wealth that you want to have to live, where you're, um, where all your suppliers are creating the wealth that they want to have to live. And we do it in a manner where everybody makes money. Okay. So I manufacture as well. Like I have a fabricator and we manufacture the locker. Okay. And we are coming out with uh, medical lockers and we call it the gray locker because we have morgue space actually for communities having really intense conversations about community sustainability. It's not just food, it's medical space and, and, and respectful space for the dead. And I have conversations. And one of the things that I say to my suppliers, my fabricators is, is you are making money on this, right? Because it's not enough for me just to make money. If my fabricators are not making money as well, then they're not going to work with me. So everybody's got to make money. And in and in order to have those conversations, what it takes is vulnerability, all right? So you start with your specification and then you move to vulnerability. And I ask you, what does it look like to have a courageous and vulnerable conversation with your supply chain, right? Because that's what it takes, especially right now. What it takes is courage and vulnerability, right? Not to laugh at the people who stumble, not to be up in the cheap seats saying, I can't believe that they're trying to do this. If not now, when, my friends? If you are not going to have courageous and vulnerable conversations with your supply chain now, when the hell are you going to do it? Because we're never going to get another opportunity like this. This is because coronavirus is an opportunity. It absolutely is an opportunity. People are more willing than ever, okay, to go buy local because the food, frankly, isn't in the grocery store. I live in Maine, okay? The food's not making it here, and a lot of people are buying local. The local farm stand where I go and I get, I get food has more produce than my, a couple of weeks ago had more produce than my grocery store did, okay? So we're buying our produce from Jeff, right? because it builds sustainable communities here. And I wanna keep the money in my community near as I possibly can. But for him to get the, for him to get the products that he, he wants, for, um, for other farm stands to get the products, for you to get the raw materials in so that you can go make the grind and the bacon and the, the, all the things, takes courage and vulnerability to have those conversations, to talk about pricing, to talk about shipments and shipment delays and all of that sort of stuff. And we are being given a gift, okay? I know coronavirus seems really scary to people. I really believe it is a gift to our small businesses. And, and I'm not talking about the $10,000 from the government. I am talking about the gift of having all of the pretenses ripped away that we don't need each other, okay? And being courageous and open and vulnerable with your stakeholders, all right? That is asset number three on our scale, right? And right now, courage and vulnerability with your stakeholders is absolutely what you need in order to build the business that I know you were always meant to build.
So that's what we have for the podcast today. Thank you ever so much for joining me for the podcast. Uh, and we will, we've got another interview next week. And then I will catch you the week after that with Office Hours. And uh, I love you. Have a week full of awesome. Sign up for Serve Up Truth, Supply Chains Made Easy. And we will be going through the actual like step-by-steps more than just, you know, like what we talked about today uh, on that webinar. All right, guys, I love you very much. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. Be sure to join us in the Proofing Box, a private Facebook page for food producers filled with valuable information and technical tips. Grow your business by learning from people just like you, all under the guidance of a food safety expert.